The Providence College Friars. Top for the crossover. The Big East. The rest of the college hoops world. Setting the screen. Dunn twisting his way in. This is the Providence Crier Podcast. With your host, a PC grad standing in at four feet tall. He is the Providence Crier himself, Mike Surratt. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Province Crier Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Surratt, the Province Crier. Follow me on Twitter. That's at Province Crier. Read our blog, theprovincecrier.com. Join with me, as always. We have BOC. Follow him on Twitter at BOC all day. Today is Wednesday, August 30th. Uh, school is back in session, BOC. Uh, Province College started up classes this week. Um, so good luck to, to all those students out there. Um, and the summer's winding down. We got Labor Day weekend around the corner, BOC. And, you know, the offseason is 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 coming close to an end. Uh, we're getting there. We are getting there. It's uh it's exciting. And I think with the students being back, I don't remember being back before Labor Day, but we're so yeah, far. Yeah. We're so far out now. It's like a, a different, different lifetime. Um, yeah, we're Spain trip. They're back home, and now you just grind and get ready in the gym. This is where the new strength and conditioning coach is going to come in handy. Um, some injuries, you know, ailments with Carter getting back, getting back uh, to hundred percent. Baron, I think that was minor, but um, and then Fernandez as well. So we're a little bit banged up right now, but that's okay. Um, everybody should hopefully be healthy. Fernandez, maybe a red shirt, but we just want to get have a uh, you know eleven or twelve man rotation, or at least have the ability to have an eleven or twelve man rotation. Yeah, and you know, I, I think for the guy for the injuries that we've had, uh, in terms of the extent of the injuries and when they happened, I mean, pretty much best case scenario. I mean, if you're going to get hurt, uh, might as well be in the off season and you know heal up, get ready for the start of the season. Um, but yeah, so, so today, you know, not a ton of stuff. We already had the podcast recapping the, the trip to Spain there for province, but we, we figured we'll hit on some of, um, some of the recruiting news, uh, that's occurred o- over the last few days here. And then we'll, we'll wrap up here with a, with a fun exercise that, that I think you all will, will enjoy. So, um, that, that's called a tease BOC. So we'll, we'll get nice. there in a little bit. There we go. Uh, but um, let's hit the recruiting news because there was some news um, on the PC front um, recently in terms of Lee Ayala, um, Argentinian forward. Um, Truly Donovan, probably not making many friends uh, amongst Friar Town. Can, can I interject there really quick? Sure. Truly Donovan has been – the source of all recruiting knowledge and had the insights for pretty much like 
weeks or months in advance for all these recruitments and is insanely accurate. He cannot, he or she, um, cannot stop being dead wrong about Providence. Like every time he mentions Providence now, I just want to tell him to stop because it's just not going well. Well, t- I mean, to be fair, he did say Michigan or Providence. Uh, well, he also he said like Lance Ware was a wrap to us and he maybe he was and then a bigger bag was dropped. Then there was a, the commitment of uh, the guy that was no longer a commitment, that D2 guard. So maybe he just sits on the next Providence news he gets. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But but Leah, uh, mm-hmm. Aaliyah, I, I believe, board um, for, for Argentina, played on the Argentinian U19 national team. Um, apparently was down in the province of Michigan. He chose Michigan. Um I'll tell you, BOC, watching his tape, I, I was very intrigued by the player. Um, yeah, I, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I don't know about you, but like I, I did see a tweet out there that there weren't many minutes for him. I don't know. So I think the re- there's two reasons why we potentially didn't get them. Um, get him. The first reason – I don't know which is more important, but the first reason is I don't think there was, I don't think there was a lot of playing time for him um, because our one he'd be the thirteenth person and he'd be jumping into the fold after the team has been practicing together for all spring and summer, so you can't discount the continuity aspect. Sure. One, an international player, you just don't know how they're going to make the jump to uh, the collegiate level. I think it'd be good, um, but who knows? And then we. We just don't have a lot of space. Like Hopkins is at the four. We have Odoro. We have McNair. We have Castro. It's weird to say because Michigan's had a lot of success historically, maybe not under Juwan Howard, but there's probably a lot more playing time available, especially with Dickinson leaving than than at Providence. Like I think this guy wanted a lot of time and at best, at like absolute best, he's a at best first off the bench and he gets 15 minutes a game. I don't I don't necessarily – he's probably going to get a lot more in Michigan. So uh, that's that. And then the other thing is, like, and we saw this with uh, Cyril Santo, is we need to figure out the NIL stuff for overseas slash international players because we've seemed to have lost a few recruitments. I'm sa- I'm not saying we lost this one for that reason, but um, it definitely didn't help. And it's, it's a interesting trend, and I think – on Corin's pod, on the 24-7 pod, the, the NIL folks essentially said that there's a lot of opaque area, there's ambiguities in the NIL markets for international prospects, and we're really not um, shopping down that aisle. So that's one we need to probably get sorted out. If we, I think we're well ahead of a lot of other programs in the NIL space, but the overseas thing is where we might be a laggard. Yeah, um, but I do think it points to the fact that that I think Kim's gonna recruit globally, uh, mainly nationally, obviously, and I'm sure the DMV pipeline will be there and all that. But I do think he's gonna look broad, like paint a broader recruiting, um, cast a, a broader net in the recruiting scale in terms of um, players all over this country and outside of this country, mm-hmm. um, but. Man, I watching uh Lee play, like watching his tape, he can play, man. I, I like the way he cuts the hoop. Um, he's good around the basket. 
Um, a lot of his stuff was just cuts, tipping slams, stuff like that. Um, but I, I think he can play, man. I, I think it would have been a nice piece. He's, but. he's going to look fantastic in that IT, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, Michigan uh, probably have one of the worst off-seasons uh, in college basketball. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, some other noteworthy news on the recruiting front, 2025 wing Joson Sanin, um, I believe he's from Fall River, uh, plays at Vermont Academy, um, is on an official. It was supposed to be – we're recording this on a Tuesday. Um, it was supposed to be a Monday, and it was postponed, but apparently he's on campus as of our recording right now on Tuesday. Um, it, he's number 14. He is span 60 right now. Um, I, I think he's higher in other places as well. I mean, this would be quite the recruiting hall if if, if it, we're a long way out, right? I mean, it's not; it's only an unofficial visit, but it's it's if, nice to get it's nice to get these blue chip recruits on campus. Um, yes. we need to keep doing these things. So it's awesome. This is an awesome development, and we just need to keep plugging away. So again, it's it's early. Besides the fact that you know, we'll state the obvious, what a talent, right? Um, there's, there's still a ways away, but we just need to keep building on um, the 2024 and 2025 class. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you hope Jaquan Davis being at OTE, um, maybe he can recruit some fellas. Um, you know, I, I, I listen, I, I think a five-star is coming here uh, sooner or later. If you, had to, if you had to put your money on it, I you were the one that was saying you think Cooper Flag is a stone-cold lock, right? No, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dookie, man. I mean, come on. He's a yeah, that there is a power forward white dude who is going to go to Duke. Like there's just no other way to say it. Uh, uh, unless Maine somehow finds like maybe Maine can just raise taxes and uh well somebody a huge massive some, bag. <laughs> some somebody tweeted and I, I retweeted it because I thought it was hysterical, like in the NIL era, they just need a Maine, like a lumber tycoon, yes, to just, to just drop a huge bag for the University <laughs> of Maine and just make sure all the players get like two million dollars each and just see them make a historic run to be like, what would they be like a five or six seed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, he, he's that good, man. I, watching tape of him, uh, yeah. like watching the Peach Jam over the summer, God, he's good, but no, I do think a five star prospect is on the horizon for Providence, one because. Kim English is known as a good recruiter, um, a good connector with guys. And then two, it's just that new coach bump, man. Uh, yep. We saw it with Cooley getting done in Lado, um for the class, his second class, I guess his first real class, right? Um, so I think that bump's coming. Um, some other recruiting news. Uh, Abraham Elohim. Um, or excuse me, Isaiah Lohan, pardon me, uh, will be visiting Providence the 28th to the 30th of September. Also has visits scheduled with Villanova, Arkansas, USC, Kansas, and Kentucky also interested. We'll see if he gets visits there. Um, so uh, Providence re really lined themselves up here. And then another thing I heard, which is pretty interesting, 24-7 had like a little recruiting video and um, 
Carter Knox, the younger brother of – I don't know if he's still on the Knicks or not, but Kevin Knox, who played at Kentucky. Um, apparently, Providence is getting in on that recruitment as well. Um, and, you know, it, it was perceived that it would be a battle between Louisville and University of Kentucky for his services. But, um, but yeah, it uh, could be a huge get for Providence there. Yeah, again, it's just you need to get talent. You need to get talent. You need to keep stacking talent, and it makes me feel old thinking about Kevin Knox's little brother enrolling in college. So that's uh, continuing to just show my age. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, hey, man, it's just his younger brother. I mean, it's not like it's his kid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, by the way, we're gonna we're gonna, in like the next five. You'd say in the next like five to six years, we might start creeping up into that territory. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we kind of already are with like Carmelo's kid to a certain extent. Yeah, for sure. Although I, I think he's cool on Providence. Uh, seems like he's setting up visits and yeah, he's and actually uh, out of the mix. What do you um, do? But do you have any other recruiting stuff? No, no. I think we can get to uh, our nice little uh, snake draft. Yes. All right, so with, with Labor Day right around the corner, a lot of you have probably started to or have upcoming fantasy football drafts. Uh, BOC and I decided to, to make a little game of our own here. Um, you know, we, we were thinking about what kind of content we wanted to have leading up to the season opener, um, and we figured we'd kind of do like a prayer, uh, player preview for most of the roster. Um, you know, kind of just talk about their numbers last year, if they were here last year, um, expectations, that sort of thing. Um, and we figured what better way to devise the, the roster uh, and split up who writes about who than doing a little fancy draft of our own. And then what we want to do, is we'll, we'll put this out after the pod comes out. We'll do a poll who drafted the better team. Um, and then we'll, we'll get the, we'll get the votes in place. If you remember, Mike and I were in a biggies fantasy basketball league and I throttled him all year. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This yeah, year's yeah. a new year. It's a new, new year. year. Yeah. So let's, let's see if I can keep the winning streak going against Mike here. All right. So I have in my hand, I know we don't post the video of our uh, pods here, but in my hand, I have a medallion of the province police department that was given to me uh, outside of the amp by a retired province police officer. I've been told it might be a good allergy of free pass. I don't know. Luckily, I haven't been able, I haven't been in a situation where I'd have to use it. I don't know. Maybe the Georgetown game changes things. I'm not sure. Um, but I got the coin, so I'm going to flip it. BOC, call heads or tails. Let me just show you before. This will be heads, the shield. Uh, you can see that there. And then tails will be this little crest. You can see that there. Perfect. Okay. All right, so uh, call in the air. We're not, we're, we're not going to pull a Jerome Bettis and the Steelers on Thanksgiving, are we? I hope not. All right. All right, here we go. Tails. His heads. I get first pick. 
That's fine. And I'm going Hopkins. Uh, pretty easy choice for me. Um, you know, a guy that's going to be Big East preseason, uh, all Big East team. Uh, I would imagine a definite guy that's in the mix for Big East player of the year this upcoming year. So I will choose Hopkins. I think you used a fake coin that had two heads, but that's all right. Um, this is a medallion, BFC. I, 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 I know what you want from me. All right, so let me cross off Hopkins because that was the clear number one. Kind of yeah. like Justin, kind of like Justin Jefferson. Um, so two, three. I will be going Devin Carter, who I think is one of the most important players in the Big East, even though his numbers may not back that up. Great two-way player. And Josh Adoro. Nice. I like that. You get a little uh, returnee and, and a new guy there. Uh, I like the mix. Um, so, all so, right. now, so now you have the next two picks. All right. So I'm going to go Jaden Pierre. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very happy. I, I thought you would go Jaden Pierre. Um, but I wanted Jaden Pierre because I do want to kind of tap into Kim English, comparing him to to – former Colorado guard, McKinley Wright. Um, I, wa- I watch Pac-12 basketball, although I won't be um, in a few years. <laughs> but uh, you can't – it's impossible to watch Pac- – we were trying to catch the USC game this past weekend. It was impossible to try and find it on TV. Oh, yeah, it was on Pac-12 Network. I yeah. saw it. Yeah. I've been on it. Uh, but um, – yeah, so so you know, I kind of wanted to tap into that. So, so I'm, I really thought you were going to pick him with your second pick. So I'm kind of glad, glad that happened there. Um, and you know what? Th- then I'll go Garway. So I, I knew you were going to do that. You're, so you're screwing me over uh, with no point guard. All right. And let's also say we're not going to pick Fernandez because we're presuming he's out for the year, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's out for the year, but. I think we do 10 guys, personally. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I I have to know your – I know your pick right now. But what I'm thinking is I might just try and bully you down low because you're going to have the guard play, and I might just just eat you alive. Yeah, see, I, I know you're going for the poll votes to try and beat me in terms of uh, which team is better, but you got to think of this from a writing perspective as well. You know, who, who do you want to dive deep on? No, I'm doing this from I want to beat you. Everything. Oh, okay, well, I, I think I'm already winning, so that's good. <laughs> All right, so I will go Corey Floyd Jr. Yep, knew it. And because I want to beat you, so I'm going to zig when you're zagging, and Will McNair Jr. Okay, shit. I'm going to have a big... Uh... <laughs> All right. Um, give me ticket gains. Dude, my, my team's going to smoke yours. This is going to be easy. I mean, and then I guess I got to p- play Castro at the five. It's fine. Okay, that's that's perfect. Is oh, that wow. the, 
Is that the whole no. rosters? No. no you then, I have to choose, then I have to choose between Baron and Santoro. Are we missing someone? No. Because remember, we only have 12. Oh, okay. And we're not counting Fernandez. Oh, maybe uh, Luke Fonts has a... Uh... So I'm going, I'm going, uh, San, I'm going Santoro. Interesting. Okay. God, my team's going to bully yours. <clears throat> yeah, but like you guys are like, who you're going to have Devin Carter take up the ball? Um, Devin Carter and Corey Floyd Jr. Devin Carter and Corey Floyd Jr. It's a rad. Yeah, but like in terms of. Uh, so what's your, yours is, yours is B-Hop, Pierre, Duall. Who's the other one that you had? Castro and Ticket. Yeah, yours yours is a good team. We're just gonna do we're gonna do the Roy Williams two bigs. Let's go to work. Yeah, uh, I will add this as a poll question to the pod. We might throw it on Twitter as well. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll let the people decide. Boc. That that's fine by me. I actually think you probably will win the votes. Although, if it was an actual bet, your team on paper looks better. But if it was an actual basketball game, I think we would win. Really? I don't know about that. Threes are worth more than twos. Boc. You see ticket in Spain? How he did on the threes? <laughs> small step. Small step. <laughs> um, awesome. So we'll we'll hash out those articles and kind of release them as time goes on uh, in these next couple months here as we lead up to the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, do you have much else here? No, it was just nice to win again. So that's good. Um, I don't think you want. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll let the uh, audience decide that one. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I guess really, other news, um, kind of tidbit here. Biggest media day set for August or October twenty fourth, I believe, uh, at MSG. We'll see if uh, BOC and I make the trip. I went last year. I, 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 you know, I came. I saw. I probably didn't conquer. I did get some good interviews, but I felt like I could have done better, especially league wide. I only got Providence stuff last time. We might we don't we might have to be the people that grow grow coolly. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh my god! I, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Here I am thinking about the team, and then Patino, and then you know Hurley coming off a of natty. Uh, I wasn't even. Oh my god! I wasn't even thinking about coolly. <laughs> Why'd you leave, Ed? Tell us. Yeah. Start <laughs> just start growing him. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, but put on my best Barbara Walters impression. Hit him with the hard questions. Um you got anything else? No. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, continue to follow along with the blog provincecryer.com. Again. I'm Mike Smith, Province Crier. Follow me on Twitter at Province Crier. He's BOC. Follow him on Twitter at BOC all day. Till next time, Fire Town. See you guys. Man up in my city, I'm the truth, yeah.
take the dude when I'm way up on the hoop, ay. Cross over, I might go to LEU. Heard they sleeping on me, well, let's take them back to school. PC, you know we on go, ay. Feel like AJ Reeves when I'm off that pick and roll, ay. Fall down, bounce back like Emmy Hope, I'm the alpha dog, Diallo. They was sleeping on me, that's what made me a savage. And he see me bumping, so we gon' let him have it, yeah. Don't want no static, we at the top just like the attic. This year we taking over March Madness. Man up in my city, I'm the true.